Welcome to Saints and Humans, a podcast for chaplains who are also human and sometimes better at being humans than saints. I will be sharing my own experiences of being a chaplain and interviewing others to hear their stories and the stories of their families, as well as learning from colleagues we work with in related fields, because it's our own humanity that unites us on this very spiritual journey through a very mortal life. not over yet but for a brief couple of hours the sun isn't out but the rain has stopped and so we are running really quickly while it's safe to get some energy out with some little children who have been cooped up in tornado protection position and it's been crazy we're all cooped up too much we are all Overstimulated. Oh look, it went over the rocks there. It flooded into the into the lawn. Um so this is where we are. We are having weather trauma. And we are dealing with it as a family. So run for your life! (laughs) It started on Friday when I was in a tornado in Missouri. And we saw cars lifted up. We saw dumpsters fly through the air. And hit a car. And One of them hit Donna's car. Whoa! 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 Did you not know it was Donna's car? No! Oh! Yeah. So she had to get a new car? Donna, no, she didn't have to get a new car. How did she get home? Mom, So it started with that on Friday. And then on Saturday, and watched them clean up from the storm. We saw trees completely uprooted. We saw trees broken. It was pretty intense, but at least we still had the condo we were staying in and we were safe, but it was scary. So on Sunday, they both went home. We were supposed to go to Oklahoma, but the storms were so bad we couldn't even get there. So we came home early, did not go to therapy or cancer appointments or anything, just came straight home trying to beat the storms. And so 
Monday afternoon, we picked up the children early from school so that we could all be safe together at home. We made our tornado preparations with our bags and locking up our wallets and keys in a water bag and usually used for when we go kayaking. <laughs> but our emergency supplies, our 72-hour kits, extra clothes and bags and had it all tied together because that's what you do in Kansas and Oklahoma. Had our tennis shoes on, bike helmets, taking cover in the basement. And that's how we spent Monday night all the way into Tuesday. And by Wednesday, we had to move to the stairs because our basement was flooding. We have a sump pump. It is working, but that's how much rain there is. It just can't keep up. And so our house is flooding, but lots of other houses are actually all the way underwater. Underwater, like water over the roofs. Like entire towns, like dams have broken and levees have given way. And it's been super intense and all kinds of weather trauma. So we are using our other trauma skills to get through this together as a family and doing our best. And Wednesday, there were more tornadoes. Thursday, there were more tornadoes. Friday, there were more t tornadoes. And now it's Saturday morning. So we kind of just got to rest and watch Wipeout, so. Oh yeah. So, so last night, like everyone's exhausted. Our basement where we usually take, our basement where we usually take shelter is flooded. And so, we even have to take shelter on the stairs because there's just nowhere for us to be that is safe and comfortable. Like getting down on your knees and covering your neck to make sure that you're safe in a tornado is hard enough already. But there's eight of us, which is a lot of people to hunker down together. And we have six kids with special needs so it's hard for them all in different ways. So getting in tornado position is never easy or comfortable anyway, but we have equipment like oxygen and G-tubes and heart monitors and things like that that we have to make sure are working even without electricity and have to stay charged and have battery backup and extra oxygen tanks, which is flashlight. And so, right, so we're not just worrying about flashlights or things like that. Like we have lots we have to do with. We have kids who cannot move quickly. We have two with wheelchairs, one with cerebral palsy so that it's really hard for him to get in a tornado position. But they have all been troopers, but we are exhausted. We are tired, sirens are going off, lightning and thunder all the time. We're not always getting to sleep in our beds. We're not always getting to sleep at all. And it's exhausting. I had to we have to stay up until like 9.41 last night. Oh yeah, yeah, so, that's what I'm seeing. We're all so tired and overstimulated. So we last night, 
the storm was coming in right at bedtime. So there was no point in going to bed. <laughs> Hello, Trey. Yeah. Just wave. Hi, Trey. Hi to the train. So there was no point in sending them to bed just to have to get them out of bed when we knew sirens were coming. And so to calm everybody down and to just chill out because we're all so tense and so really like tornado PTSD. Like we're all so just vibrating with the tension of the storms and everything. So to chill everybody out. So to chill everybody out, out and help distract us, we gathered the kids up in the living room and turned on Wipeout, which we never had shown them before. And so we found it on Hulu and just turned it on and everybody was laughing and relaxed and that helped for a while. But then the sirens went off again and back we were to the basement with helmets and shoes on and everybody was really scared. It was horrible. But you guys sang. That was pretty sweet. And then our tornado left. Hi. Oh, look at that. It's a fluffy doggy. Leave the puppy alone. Keep walking. <laughs> Say hi. Uh, Keep walking. My fluffy doggy. Keep walking. Good job. No, that shows him you're safe. Keep walking. Keep walking, you've all stopped. Good job! So we've had a long night. We're tired, we had some breakfast, and we've come out to the park to walk, to get some energy out, to flush out some cortisol, and then we're gonna play in a little bit after we walk around the lake. Yeah, and plus that last night, baby, everybody, everybody was so uncomfortable. But like everybody was single, and then we got to see baby Jesus. Uh, then ten minutes later, mom told me to come out and get blankets and pillows. So now, so right now everything is super green from the rain, and it's gorgeous. The air is cool and crisp from the storms. If it feels like everything has just been cleaned, except for <laughs> limbs are down and trees are down and the lake is flooded over the banks and over the rocks around it. So everything is either washed out or muddy or soaking wet. But the birds are happy again, the ducks are happy again, the geese are happy again, and we are very glad to be outside and we won't be able to walk around the lake. talk a little bit because this is a legitimate kind of trauma and weather 
natural disaster trauma is actually a thing and it will be better for all of us if we kind of process what we've been through this week, what our thoughts are, what our feelings are, what our experiences have been, instead of it just being stuck in us. We want to flush that out like actively right now. So we're going to do that while we can. So let's talk about what it's been like with the whole week of tornadoes. Because we've passed the day since I last had a tornado. I mean, since I was first in a tornado this week, it's now been a whole week. So let's talk about what it's been like. Who wants to tell part of their story? Okay, hold on. Don't touch it. Stay off the table. And just tell, talk to the phone. So one day, well, it was last night, though, and, and we were watching Wipeout. Mom and Papa want us to in introduce us to that new show. It's, we watched um, Nin uh, Wipeout and Mom and, my, Mom and Papa introduced it to our family and um, it's, it's a really funny video though and it's, it was a, it's an, like a Ninja Warrior course, but it's different than that, but it's funnier. And Mom and Papa did that to keep us distracted and from the storm. And we finally finished around like 9.20 or so. And then I, we went, I went to sleep and then and then mom and mom got a prompting that I should sleep on the couch for the night because our next door neighbor had a tree and he was blowing right towards our house. So she wanted me to be safe because I'm still healing from surgery and I need to keep many injuries, not don't be have any injuries. Did that help to watch some funny things so that you weren't as scared? Yep. But during the tornado, I was oh, During the tornado, when we were down in the stairs, I was actually kind of frightened, though, but... That's okay. It's okay. Over. We're scared of tornadoes because we don't know what they're going to do. We don't know what's going to happen. And we can't stop it. So those are scary feelings, right? Right. So those are scary feelings, right? Anything about your experience with tornadoes this week? So, on Monday, Papa came and picked us up early, and he told us in the, in the car that we, sh that Mama had a tornado in Branson, and hail was falling down, and just lots of trouble happening. And then Mama came home early, around like 6 to 5 o'clock, and... Like three o'clock. Three o'clock, and then we got ready and started practicing for tornadoes. My sister, if she wasn't able to breathe, then how would she survive the storm? And so we had to make sure she was okay. And then we went back to bed and woke up in the morning and got to go to this Ninja Warrior fun park and walk around the lake for a bit 
and we had to leave early because of the tornado again. And we had to do the same thing, block ahead and make sure they were safe. But we had our helmets on, so we didn't have to put our arms over head and was annoying and my back hurted and it was just so much drama and my brother he had trouble because he had trouble posing and it just hurts to not to have trouble posing and also get up at the same time and so we had to make sure you were fine and then meanwhile we have two I have two autistic brothers who who need help, so I had to get down and make sure they were safe. So then, we went to bed. Well, and then the next day, we went to watch Popeyes do the total wipeout, which is like, didn't you worry about like, it's funny, like, there's mud and water, so they have to do lots of courses and make it seem funny, and they have to do pranks. It's like an education thing. They have to figure out how to get past those things. But no one got past those bouncy red balls. <laughs> Everybody kept banging their head into them and like zipping backwards and doing all those cool stuff. But Judo, well, a girl, she survived and got to the last cook, the total wipeout, and sort of. She won. share about your experience at Tornado Week? My experience at Tornado Week, um, it, it was a little scary um, when, it, it was a little surprising when field day, um, we uh, we were playing at school and we don't have to do any homework, so we were playing. And then, it's just weird when Papa came and picked us up early. He just picked us up early close to leaving school like almost right after lunch my snack time and it was a little weird I'm like why did he pick us up at this time so I asked him and then and then he says it's gonna there might be a chance of tornado so I'm getting you home before that happens so we came home and the mom came home free and she told us to get ready, pack clothes, do stuff like that. And we did that. And then we, uh... It's okay. And then we... And then we, um, played, um, and then we, uh, did as we usually do. It was a normal night, because the tornado passed, so we went to bed at the usual time. Then the next day, we went to the park. After the lake, a tornado came, so we had to go home quickly. And then we had to do a, put on our helmets and go to the basement. And then we just slept in my room that night. 
and then it flooded in the middle of the night at one. So we had to move all the stuff to the den. And then there was no tornado, thank goodness. And then, so we didn't have to sleep on the stairs. And, which would be painful. So it was, it, we, we went to sleep after one and then the next day we were tired. So we took a nap and then everything was fine again. Then the next day, we, mom said, let's, um, let's just chill and watch some Ninja Warrior. So we watched Ninja Warrior and then it was fine outside. So mom said, let's go play outside. And then, and then she didn't blow our whistle, but That's she, yeah, she, she blew the whistle. We came inside and we're like, and she's like, go downstairs quickly. And then we do, and we get into our position. She's like, go get helmets. There's a real tornado coming our way. So we did. And then we were there for a long time. And everybody was getting uncomfortable. So we sang a song. stopped so we waited a few minutes to see if it would come back on it didn't so we went back to the living room we watched some more of the tv show of what about and it's really funny um the silence went off again so everybody got scared again and we went down to the basement on the stairs because our my room is still flooded really sad but it doesn't really matter it's not pretty bad um so it's really it's really bad so we um are so then after that everything was over we sang a few songs the sermon passed we waited like always and then it stopped again okay so i know well first of all we're from oklahoma yeah that's right. where there are lots of tornadoes anyway but in the past, we've had tornado shelters. And in this house, we just have the basement, which flooded. Yeah. I know that from schools, you know about tornado position, how to crouch down and cover yeah. your head. And at home, we also use helmets. But was there anything else you learned through this week that you didn't know before? No. I learned that if somewhere is flooded, we, um, or somewhere is not safe, and um, it doesn't fit everyone and it's not in a very small room, then you will, um, then you need to go somewhere where it's not flooded and it's safe fast and quickly. At, at school, we did not learn that. We would stay in a big area with windows, which most likely a tornado could break windows, so it hurts. So I learned that you need to stay away from windows and a room with no windows and um, a room with cement walls and a room that does not have stuff that breaks through. Um, Anything else that you learned? I learned that we should not 
we should not go in a room with no windows and that. If just because it's comfortable doesn't mean it's the right room. What if it's the wrong room and it's comfortable? So it's even though being on your knees on the hard floor is uncomfortable, it's safer than being in the living room on the couch next to the windows. Yeah. And what about you? What's one thing you learned? I learned that tornadoes, wait, no. I learned that if there's like a flood like in my brother's room, instead of going all the, all the way down in there to get soaked up, we should just go up onto the stairs, which is kind of almost like into the hallway at, in our house. Well, well, it's the lowest part of the house, but if you're on the stairs, it's it's a high risk because tornadoes can still get down and get us. But it, like one, my mom said once that she would put a mattress on us and like like jump and put our put her weight on us just to keep our, keep us safe. So that's kind of crazy, right? Do I usually just throw mattresses on you and jump? No. <laughs> but we have to keep you, you safe, right? You're only joking. You're no, only joking. No, she would really. But if there were a storm, for real, right? Yeah. So what were some of the feelings that we had during Tornado Week? Scared. Scared? Hurt. Hurt? Everybody was actually screaming, crying. Nobody... Well, well, nobody's happy in a tornado situation. Some people were mad because they got squished. Some people were crying and squirming. But that doesn't really help. I bet the last thing you'll think of about you being hurt, I think if there was a real tornado, that would be the last. The You being hurt on your knees, just sitting on your knees and being uncomfortable, would be the last thing you think about when the tornado's over. You'll be like, right. am I okay? Am I dead? Am I alive? Am I all right? Am I injured? So lots of worries because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's a lot to think about and a lot to feel, isn't it? Right. One of the things that helped the most was when you started singing. That was pretty special. What's something that helped you? I, so we were watching Wipeout, which was told earlier, and ten minutes later, I'm I was sleeping, and well, I was not quite sleeping yet because I just went to bed though, and um, Papa said we need you to get a blanket and pillow and come up, come out and sleep on the couch, and I'm like, why? And um, mom was, my mom was like, because our neighbor's tree was blowing our direction and she was afraid it would come and hit my window and get into my room. And, and then I went to sleep like always and then I was gonna go check the time because I'm not, because I I I'm usually I usually have like an alarm clock which I don't usually use the alarm on. Well, once I did because Papa was out on his riders retrieve, and and 
and um, I'm going to check the time, and I recognized it was three, and I'm like, I'm alive, because mom didn't blow the whistle, and I was so glad I, I was like, we knew that part of the storm would be over by two in the morning. So when you saw it was three in the morning, you knew everything was okay for a little while. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm alive! <laughs> so that felt better, didn't it? Yep. What's one thing that helped you feel safer or feel better with all your big feelings? Going back to my bed and being in my, my room with my duffies that could help comfort me and my brothers I need to look and... I just felt much better and it made me feel like the Holy Ghost was comforting me and I just felt better and my sister was there with me and so everything felt much better. So sometimes part of what helps us feel better is having some normal, like coming to the park because we always come to the park or playing outside because we always play outside. But also when you run and play, that helps flush out some of the stress out of your body. Like when your brain knows there's danger signals, then the chemicals and the hormones that tell your brain that's a danger signal, one of the best ways to get that flushed out is to go ahead and run and play and hide. Like your body is trying to run and play and hide because it's trying to keep you safe, right? It wants you to run or freeze or fight. So if you go do that now on the playground, it's a good and normal and healthy way to tell your brain everything is okay. Yeah. And it feels good because we love to run and play at the park anyway. Everybody does. And there's fresh air instead of being holed up in the basement. There's wind to give you uh, deep breaths and we, feel better. Yeah, because we like... We, it's like we've been in our house. So like that's been our store and everything. We've been in our house a lot. Especially after a winter when there was so much snow. Yeah. Right? Like it was so bad. And so and now there's little glimpses of sunshine, which feels good. And it helps us remember, even if there's more storms this afternoon, that it's not always going to be stormy. And it's not always bad. And that we'll be okay. Yeah? Right. So the best thing that we can do right now to feel better is to run and play while we can. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Go for it. Yay! Mom. Good job, guys. Let's play. Yay! Bye-bye. Bye. Say bye. Bye. So this is us processing the best that we can with all that's going on. We've not always had electricity. We've not always had water. We've not always had internet, but so far our house is okay. We have lost some parts of trees. There are two trees that we have concerns are going to fall because the ground is so wet and so flooded that it's uprooting trees and entire trees are falling over with their roots up. And so that's something that we're concerned about. but. We have tried to tie it down as best we can, embracing it. Both families on both sides of the fence working together to brace it so that if it does fall, it falls away from the houses and not onto our house. So hopefully that helps. 
our house has is has lots it's an older house that has lots of layers so instead of being built across it's built up and so there's a basement and then another level that's like half underground and then the ground level and so the water is up through the basement and but not yet but not yet to the husband's office where also the laundry room is on that level so we are trying to care for ourselves. It is a difficult thing. We are in the heartland of America is what it's called. And this is where so much of the food for America is grown. The crops are here. The cows are here. The farms are here. That's just the part of the country we live in. And so it's just been heartbreaking watching the farms be flooded out. And knowing not only are they like devastated as a family, like that's their income, but also how much food has been lost. Um, people are in boats trying to rescue cows and horses. Um, shelters are open, not just for cats and dogs or other animals, but also these groups trying to rescue cows and horses. Like it really is just a rural area where we live. And, um, the towns where the towns where we moved from, where we lived in Oklahoma before we moved to Kansas City, all of that is completely underwater, like up to the rooftops. So like the house we lived in, the parks that we always go to, the park where it has the adult sized playground, um, that is underwater. I can't even tell you like the level of devastation in Oklahoma and Kansas right now and Missouri as well, not just from the tornadoes, but the flooding that's happened since then, the roads and highways that we use to get to the husband's parents and to the therapist, those roads are just gone. I don't mean that they're just covered in water for a couple of weeks. I mean, the roads are gone. There are no roads there now. The asphalt has been taken off. It is like there are sinkholes. I can't even tell you the destruction and devastation for the people in this part of the country right now. And it's not over. It has been raining about 13 to 14 inches a day for an entire week. And it has. we've had over 78 tornadoes and hail damage, like golf ball size hail and it's not over. We are expected to have three to four, maybe five more days of this. And this is the part of the country that is built for tornadoes. We know tornadoes. We know how to respond to tornadoes. We know what to do. Our buildings are built for tornadoes. The farmlands are built over the floodplains. So that, so to avoid flooding, like we have plants, like that's how bad it is. It isn't just like, tornadoes and it's hard and awful because they're scary and people don't know how to react to them this is tornadoes where we know how to handle it and it's too much we can't and it fascinates me because it's exactly how we feel like in real life right now like people with trauma issues know how to deal with trauma because they've been prepared for it they've been raised in it i don't mean that it's good that they're like that but we know how to deal with it because it's always been a part of who we are and always a part of our experience and always a part of what we've had to do. 
and yet there comes a point where it's just too much and I just can't and one thing after another of real life on top of trauma so cancer and sick children and children having surgeries and financial problems because of their surgeries and hospitalizations and foster care and adoption and dead parents and all the things that are hard enough for other people for us it, there's nothing left there's no way left to deal with it that is what the last year has felt like is this storm that won't go away and it's all we can do to keep breathing and so talking about it with the children so that they can process it in real time of yes this night was awful I can't undo this night for you I can't take away the storms I can't make the tornado stop I can't push back the water. I cannot make it go away. I cannot rescue you. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you're scared right now. I'm so sorry that you're alone right now. I'm so sorry that you're having to go through this and that there is nothing that I can do about it. But I can stay here with you. And I can be with you through the whole thing and I can hold your hand, and I can squeeze you close to me, and I can keep you safe, and I can throw my body over you to make sure that you're as safe as I can keep you. And I will listen to your stories, and I will smooth your hair while you cry, and I will rub your back while you scream in terror. And I'm sorry, I'm so sorry that I cannot make this go away, but I can be here with you. And it's hard. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so overstimulated. I'm so exhausted. Not because we want to quit and not because we're giving up and the storm is too big. The only thing to do is to hunker down and to take cover and to put up the walls and to hide and to wait for it to be over. Real life is hard. Trauma is hard. And some days I don't know how to keep going. Except I see those faces inside and I see those faces outside. And for them, we can't give up. We have to keep them safe. And now it's time to go. you for listening to saints and humans a podcast for chaplains even those of us who are very human and still learning to become saints you can follow us by subscribing to the podcast on any podcast player thank you